Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The above average temperatures we saw this fall made the potato harvest a challenge. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. I chat with Bo Hartline, the farm manager at All Some Potatoes, about what they're looking forward to in 2022. But first, he reflects on the 2021 harvest. It was pretty brutal, if I'm honest. Um, so just a warm fall. Uh, you know, we can't, it, we don't want to store potatoes whenever the internal potatoes is, is above 70 degrees. And if you can picture back, there's a lot of plus, you know, upper 70 degree days in September. Uh, you know, last year, we were very fortunate in 2020, we were done with, with harvest October 15th. This year, for reference, we didn't get done until like the 30th first of October. So uh, a lot of that was just stretching out from September. Um, But, you know, overall, we we got the crop up and very little frost. Uh, We do have some quality concerns, though. We've had had some breakdown in storage. And, uh, you know, we're we're still trying to figure out the extent of it. But it's not going to be a great storage season for us. I'll say that. Harvesting potatoes in 70-degree weather sounds nice, right? But potatoes can't handle that heat in storage. Explain to why do potatoes break down in heat? Yeah, so, and it doesn't happen in the field. Uh, you know, again, the, the potato grew in the field, and as you can imagine, June, July, the potatoes are out there. It's even hotter than that. But what, what happens is you, you take that potato, you dig it, and again, potatoes are just like us. They're living, breathing, breathing oxygen, breathe, breathe out CO2. Whenever they're stressed, they breathe out CO, you know, a lot more CO2. Uh, they're sucking a lot more oxygen. What happens is you can't put it into a storage building and expect to cool it down to about 40 degrees where we like to store them year-round uh, and expect them to cool down from whenever they're above 70. Preferably, even we want them 50 or 60 degrees whenever we're storing. Um, so that's that's a lot of it. Uh, they just The potato just physically can't handle that, that temperature drop. And now that we're in December, you said you're seeing some breakdown. How big of an issue is it? What's the seriousness of the of the situation? I'll be honest with you. So far, just hauling out to the field, the, the potatoes that we were unable to sell, we've probably lost a couple hundred thousand dollars. And again, it, it's a small percentage right now, but uh, it's hard to say because, again, we store roughly 70% of our crop. And right, as, as of right now, December fourth uh we've only hauled out maybe you know a few percent of that crop so uh we're still early on uh you know it's one thing it's just like in the field you can look at your storage pile and you can get a, you can get an idea of what it is but you really don't know until you start digging out of it the 70 percent of your potatoes are of the harvest is stored why where is it going uh, so ultimately, you know, everything that we that we grow is that the farm grows eventually goes through all some uh, our wash shed at Friesland, Wisconsin. Um, you know, you know, basically, you know, potatoes. You know, again, once once you wash them, you and you pack them, they can only survive on the shelf so long. Uh, you know, maybe a month if you're lucky for a consumer that, that buys them. Uh, so part of the reason that we store is just to have a year-round supply of potatoes. Um, so again, we. Uh, you know, we, we ship to our, our wash shed during harvest. Again, roughly 30% of the potatoes that we grow, uh, those end up on store shelves through the months of August, September, uh, October. But then we, we put everything in storage to ship the rest of the year. Besides watching those potatoes in storage, what else do potato farmers do in the winter months? 
So we're just getting ready for next season. Uh, you know, one of the big things is we always go through all of our equipment. Uh, whenever we're, we're planting or hilling or harvesting, uh, we can't afford to have breakdowns. So we, we, we keep our, our maintenance to a high level. Uh, so, we, you know, our shop guys are going through equipment. Uh, you know, our agronomists, you know, our, our agronomy team's looking at, uh, you know, what fertilizers you want to use next year, what rates, uh, looking at new varieties that are coming out, uh, and even new, you know, new pesticides that are coming out as well. So. Yeah, any, uh, when you talk about varieties and pesticides, what are those things that you're watching? We're looking at the whole gambit, if, if you will. You know, with varieties, we're, there's no perfect uh, variety of potato. You know, we're, we're corn, you know, there's such a thing as a hybrid. You don't get that with potatoes. Uh, so the, there, there's a lot of new varieties that come out every year, but not a lot of new varieties that necessarily work for you and your location. Uh, one of the big things that we look for is quality. So it's not just about yield that we want. We also want quality. In fact, sometimes we'll sacrifice yield if we have a variety that we know we can get more number ones. Uh, so, you know, again, the, the consumer nowadays expects a perfect-looking potato, uh, which isn't always realistic. So that's what we're looking for is something that yields a perfect-looking potato, if you will. Are any of your potatoes seed crop? Not for us. Um, you know, we we are we just grow uh, packet. You know, potatoes that will be ultimately packed uh, and sold to a consumer. Uh, seed farms typically all they typically grow is seed. Uh, you know, they have to go through a certification process. Uh, basically, a seed farm will take a, a certain lot of a seed and they'll plant it for four to five years out in the field, and then at the end it goes through a rigorous inspection. If it if it meets all of the disease free. Uh, you know, certification standards that it's supposed to, it can be sold to, you know, somebody like us that'll take it and plant it in a field that'll end up on a store shelf. As you prepare for spring, are you going to be growing more potatoes next year? I think right now we're going to probably keep consistent where we're at. Uh, Awesome Produce, which again is kind of our, you know, parent corporation, if you want to call them that, that, you know, that's probably not the right terminology, but uh, everything we grow goes to them. Um, We, the farm produces roughly 55% of the potatoes that they pack on a yearly basis. That means that they go around with farmers, other farmers in Wisconsin and some out of state uh, to supply that other 45% of potatoes. Uh, And so sometimes we've got to look at what our, our packing shed wants to do. If they want to grow or if, or if they don't want to sell as much next year, typically that doesn't happen. They always want to grow. But sometimes they get, they, they'll pick up a, a farm in Wisconsin that they can buy more potatoes from, and the farm doesn't necessarily have to grow that year. Uh, but overall, we do look to grow a little bit every year. Um, so we'll at least be the same amount of acres or maybe a little bit more. And that's your spud update with Bo Hartline, the farm manager at Awesome Potatoes. He says you'll start seeing people out in the potato fields toward the end of March. The target planting date is April 15th. He says in the meantime, enjoy Wisconsin potatoes. You can even look for the Something Special from Wisconsin sticker on bags of spuds in the grocery store. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.